Hemshechayim Beis, Volume 1, Chapter 140. We're concluding Discourse 35, So we moved on from Yichud Abba Tatoin, from the lower unification of Chochmem Bina, which was called another name for it, Yisrael, Saba, and Tfuna, was primar- primarily the Midas of Meichen, the inclinations that the intelligence takes you to Chesed, to Gvurah, to Din, and so on. Or more particularly, Nihi in, in Chachman Bina. Nihi is not just inclinations, also how to explain it, the wisdom and the skill of explaining it to a student and applying it to each particular Mechabal. So you see it's all about relationship to lower levels. So in contrast to that, we move on to Abba Ve'ime Ilayin, Yichud Pnimi of Chachman Bina. Now we're talking already, we're getting into the power of intellect as it is on its own, not as it relates to other things. So it's not like, like for example, the difference is You know, he didn't bring this example. You learn to get the halacha. Remember, the halacha we said was Yaakov actually, then there's a reason. But you're learning to get the halacha. So that's a learning, a very deep learning with all the reasons. But there is a application. It's to derive a conclusion. It's to rule, provide a legal ruling, to provide a clarity in a shaila or something. Then there's intellect on its own, which is focuses on the mind itself, what he calls especially not silus. So he said, we don't have asogis today, really. It's hard for us and difficult. Can't really understand this in a full comprehension, but we can definitely have a taste of it. We call what he called lahovin So even today we could also have a sense of it. But now we're talking about yichud abba ve'ima iloin. And he began by explaining the idea of hanochas sichlis, the kudus haskala. Chachma on this level is not Chachma that is ultimately going to bring through Bina to Midas Zah, the Midas Shabbamechen or Nehi Shabbamechen. But now we're talking how Chachma and Bina work more internally. So, to explain in Chachma there's the idea of Hanochis Sichlis. Makes it very clear. This is one notch above comprehension. You get, You sense the truth of it, the conviction, the resonance. If you, afterwards you start thinking about it, you apply yourself, you don't really see, you see, you don't really get it yet. But that still means, doesn't mean that you don't have that resonance. Like he says, it's one step. It's not, the primary force there is the resonance, not the seichel. Then comes step two, where you bring it down, you start thinking about it, and you begin to comprehend it. I guess especially in Bina. You begin to comprehend it, and there, and there you come to a conclusion, the tamtis of Bina, which connects to the Nekudasa, the Nekudas HaAskala, which is the, we said here, was the Hanochah Sichlis. So the resonance that you had in the beginning has now gone through the filter of comprehension. So you have both elements. You have resonance, and at the same time, you also have Yisashvus. It's also internalized. A little later, he's going to say that's the beginning of a sensing of Hasagas Muhus. Because the resonance is like a Muhus thing. You're sensing something more than just comprehending, comprehending the mitzvah is the existence of something. You sense a deeper truth in it. Okay. 
And then he calls, now this is when Bichachman being a work in this fashion that I just described, they unite. It's called Nekudah Behechala. Nekudah Behechala. The point in the chamber. So there's like a marriage between the two. Which he, which, which, which he continues to elaborate is Meitzer Yam and Meitzer Mi. To explain that, he gives the example of these two ways a teacher and student relate to each other. One is on a more superficial, he calls Chitseni, Yichud Chitseni. That would be the Yichud Chitseni of Chachman Bina. There, the recipient, the teacher, they're all dealing more with the surface of the idea. Questions are more surface level, they're more immediate answers. Then there's a Yichud Panimi, where the first the student goes into the Amik, the depth and the core idea, and the teacher, uh, the teacher commensurates, uh, reciprocates rather. Huh? Commensurates? I don't know if it's a word. Reciprocates. Right, commensurately. And he too gives from a deeper thing, from a deeper place, the Nukuda. So Nukuda of Chachme is speaking to Nukuda of Bina. They're going back and forth. And now when a question is asked, it's a far deeper question. And the answer there for us also can't just be a quick answer. He has to go into Makara Seichel, he has to go into the source and give a deeper answer. That, then, that bond, where they connect on that core level, then develops into Bina. Merchav, as he says. Now we're talking Bina, obviously, Primius Bina. And he says, this is Chacham Bina and Haven Bechachma. So in Bina is how Bina receives this. It's like the recipient receiving the core wisdom from the teacher, not just the, the superficial or the outer dimension. And then he goes backwards. It starts the other way around. He says is the Bina within Chachma, which means the, the, the resonance. This line, I honestly need more explanation. I'm not sure what it means exactly. I get that general idea. The line where, before the parentheses, where he says, Yesh Lemish Zayin Havem Bechachma, what does he say? Zel Kamay Al Derech Moshul, Nekudus Haskolos Achachma. So Haven Bechachma is the Nekudus Haskolos the Chachma, which before he didn't say it was the Bina and Chachma, he said it was the Chachma. That's what Chachma's power is, that it's not pure logic, like he spoke in Patek Membeis, it's the resonance. But he says, Avul, what does he say here? Primus Chachma? Lakshu Pchinsa Primius Shalom. Primius of what? In other words, in the Kudus Haskola itself, there's a Nochas Sichlis, there's a Primius within it. Dahin Pchinsa Nochas Sichlis. So I'm not clear what, what is that. It seems to me that in the Kudus Haskol of Chachma has two levels. The outer Chachma, maybe that's what he means. So the outer Chachma is just the spark of the idea. Which, as we said, the teacher and student have, but they have it on a Chachanyazdika level. The teacher is giving, Chachma is the teacher. He's giving something to the student, but he's giving him not the depth. And here, Haven Bechachma, he's saying, is that you're getting the Pnimius of a Chachma, and that is the resonance, Hanochah Sichlis. So Samtus is Chachma Shabachachma. And Nachasich is the Yeshus Sichli Harizabchinus Havem Bachachma. Okay. So basically, it's like there's almost like three levels in, in, in Chachma. There's a Samtus of Chachma. There's Chachma Shabachachma. There's four levels actually. There's Chachma Shabachachma, which is the Samtus, which is, I guess, just a, 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 a the, the flash just comes in, it's like a godly truth. 
Then there's there's the Bina Shabbat Chochmah. You can't give over. You can't give that over. Right. Then there's the Bina Shabbat Chochmah. Since is Hanochah Sichlis, it's already Seichel. Hisamtus is not Seichel. Now we're talking, it's in the world of Seichel, but it's not comprehension, it's a sense of conviction of truth, of conviction and resonance of the idea. That's, he says clearly, Havem B'chachem, Vasichli Sheba Nekuda. That you could give over? The, the, the resonance, it looks like for, yeah, for, for a Primizdika student, you could. Yeah. Not for a Chetzenizdika student. How would you call that? One second. And then, and then comes, and comes and then comes the Sichli Sheba Nekuda. What he spoke earlier was, like when you actually do understand, that's you say it, Abba. But Hanoch is the is the Haven is the Chochm is the is the again. He repeats that. Okay, that's essentially what he says. Fine, so be it. What's your question? How is Hanoch? I mean, resonance, right? Hanoch. How is that the Panimius of Chochm? Made that clear because because it's lower level than what? It's only between Chochm and Bina. Let's say it's not quite. No, it's higher than Seichel because you don't yet understand it. You can't explain it yet. He said clearly. You don't, you, you, you know, you don't really, you can't explain it, but you sense a convicted, you have a conviction, a resonance of the truth of it. And that's as high as Chachmet, even to call Panini so Chachmet. He spoke about it in the previous chapter, yeah, and then he says, yeah. Okay. He says, I thought you weren't sure. You can't explain it, but No, for sure, I, I am sure about that, that's for sure. You can go over it says, Yeah. Then comes comprehension. The problem is that it was not really spelled out where the comprehension begins. There's a beginning Chachmah, there's a beginning Bina. But regardless, it's definitely moving its way downward. The bottom line moves its way downward, and clearly Havon B'Chachmah I guess with a deeper student. The student who's digging deeper, he can ultimately get that. Yeah. Get it right away? Or Probably La'achel, I would say. No, 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 no maybe La'achel and the Tamsis. The Bina, the Tamsis of Bina. And then by Abayim Shnin for sure. Abayim Shnin, no. Abayim Shnin is even the Chetzenis the guy gets it. He gets it the more previous part of it. Abayim Shnin is even the guy who just gets Chetzenis Akhav. But Darach Tzara, even if he didn't go deep now. We're talking about a student and a teacher sitting with the teacher there that the student is is is, is completely absorbed. What do you say? That he pushes everything away. That's the Tzimtzum. Tzimtzum uh, Mitzray, Meitzer Mi. Yeah. Meitzer Yam. Yeah. Anyway, in there is Malubish the premiums, but yeah, but that's not going to happen right now. That's going to take time. Yeah, 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 because it's also, uh, yeah, I would say so. Here we're talking right now what's coming out. It says, Anyway, then he concludes the chapter by basically saying, that through this we have a sogus amuhus, because you have an element of resonance, something beyond pure logic, something that you know you sense something deeper, and you're also with bina have it comprehended, and la'asudlavi this will become full blown, where you'll have the real deeper einik, the primis atik through primis abba, and it will join primis bina in a comprehension. You basically have the ultimate interface. Because you could say, you know what, yes, you can experience God, but you have to give up your logic. You have to give up your parameters. And then you experience God through faith, through awe, through uh, Kabbalah sale. You know, there's a lot of ways you can do it. When it comes to comprehending, comprehending is on your terms. On your terms, one cannot understand God. Let's makshavatrisa, but you can't understand God. 
He's saying that ultimately Lassad Lavi will be the real interface that we will, with our comprehension, will be able to relate to the deepest levels. Now that's where yichud, the real Yichud of Abba and Ima, of Chochmah and Bina, happen. Chochmah provides the Mechus, the godliness in it, the, 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 it's called the Bligvul of it, and Bina provides the Gvul, the comprehension. Today, as he said earlier, it's very it's impossible to really have a Soga Gemurah. We can't really comp- appreciate this because it seems so contradictory. Um, but, but, but for example, it's essentially what we're saying is what Levitsa Baditsa said, you know, you're giving them Elam Hazah that they can touch. And Elam Haba you write about in the books. Give them Elam Hazah that Elam Haba they can touch and put Elam Hazah in the books. What happens when you have both? You'll have Elam Hazah and you'll be able to appreciate Ruchnis like we appreciate Gashmis today. Imagine. You look at, someone says to you, how do you know it's day? I look out the window, I see it's day. That's muhus. Ruchnis will be as pshitas. When you say alakuz be pshitas, elamaz be So today, godliness is an, a novelty, innovation. It needs. And elamaza, elamaz is obvious, right? Your body, you can relate to. Your soul is a little more abstract. The Hasselov you'll have that the soul will be as tangible as the body is today. Well, we relate, we relate to Gashmis with the five senses. So will that be the case in Lassi Yeah, but, you'll, but, but it'll be Gashmis and Ruchnis Yachat. The, the five senses, you'll be able to touch it, smell it, hear it. Or they'll be as true as if you touch it, smell it. But there'll be, there won't be anything missing. It'll be as true. Look, the exact meaning would be because Gashmis itself is really Ruchnis. Gashmis is Elokus. It says, so today we couldn't exist. You will be able to exist. I'm saying that's why he's saying it's not easy to comprehend today. That's why in Chochmah you have a taste of it when you have a sense of something beyond and you bring it into your your life. So now we have the Kav. That was his last thing, the Kav. The core of the Kav, which is primarily the Primis Kav that we spoke about earlier, will manifest in Chachma. Remember we said, when he said, he says, Moshla Kadmeni, Torah is Chachma, comes from Chachma, Torah comes from wisdom. How far does wisdom go? That's the question. That's the real issue on the table. So you could argue wisdom goes as a ceiling. Wisdom is human wisdom. Even if it's divine wisdom, it's, it's, wisdom is based on laws of logic, rules. Wisdom can never go where faith goes. Right? So you can argue that. And we say, less Fine. So you need to have something else, not wisdom. The key is, and this is also the Chiddush of Chabad, Chabad Chassidus, that Chochmah, like he says in Tanya, Lamed Perik Lamed Hay, has an element that allows Elokus into it. It's like a small uh, passage. That's why Chochmah is the then sense of awe. Oh wow, where did that flash come from? It's the sense of resonance. It's his Samtus that he mentioned. I'm not going now into the actual levels. But all that Chochmah has. So you suddenly have wisdom meets something that's beyond wisdom. If, for example, we didn't have the concept that an idea falls into your head, you know, you wake up in the morning, you have an idea, it's not a psa flash. 
It's a full-blown idea. You get it on a platter. Not a seed. You wouldn't have a taste in your logic of something beyond. Here you see clearly that even logic and even wisdom comes from somewhere beyond wisdom. In Aesis of Chassidus, this is that Chachma Vatsilis is rooted in the Chachma of the Ten Hidden Spheres. And Chachma of the Ten Hidden Spheres, if you recall, is, is manifest, manifest the Elokuz that's higher than the Chachma of the Ten Hidden Spheres. I just want to go back to that line because I thought it was a critical line. Where he said, is much like he said, here we go. Just like in Chachma Vatzilis, you could underline this. This is a very critical line. It's like the key line of the interface. Page Reh Samachvov. Like three, two thirds of the way down. So he says like this. Just like in Chachma Vatzilis, Shayda rests. Which is Atzmus Akav, the core of the Kav, not the reflection. So you see, all the way through Chachma is the channel between Belik Vul and Gvul. Critical line. So at the end of the day, with all the distance existence has from the divine, Chachma is a channel that allows in new realities. And that's going to be Matan Teira. The Ovis expanded the containers as far as you can go within structure. And what Matan Teira will do is, is in, introduce into Chachma the Er HaBligvul. That's how I would explain it. Hear what I just said? So the Ovis, they expand the containers as far as you can. Shaddai, and we spoke Yichud, Abba, Ve'imei, Tatoin, and Meichin, and Midas, and Yisrael, Sabbat, Funa, as far as you can go. And Matan Teirah will add that dimension, that Chochmah becomes a channel to receive from higher than Chochmah, from Kesar, essentially, or from Atzma, Saint Sof, Lifni, Atzimtzum. And that will be the key that La'asad Lave will finally come to fruition, because Matan Teirah is like Erison, the beginning of the marriage, and La'asad will be the end, where it will come to fruition, where Chachma and Bina, meaning Chachma representing, opening up that channel to Atzma saying stuff, and Bina representing the, the Kabul, the recipient, will, will um, join together. And today, we have a taste of it, when we have a student and a teacher who really connect on the core level, not just on a shallow level, the core level, where there begins to be a resonance and a Sogus HaMohus to some extent, even in, in, in our times today. So essentially this kashos, let's say, from a chosid to a rebbe, when he's learning with him, but not, like he says, he puts everything aside and allows himself to focus completely, the kivutz and the tzimtzum, what he call the concentration, the, the focus, is such that that laser energy allows you to have a taste of this yichud that will be lost loving in full, full blown. I think it's really, I think that's the, the core of this whole discussion. Huh? No. It says more the Meichen is more not that Abba Ve'imilan. It's more Meichen of Yisrael Saba and Tfuna. Yeah, I mean, in general, obviously they had uh, an element of that, but primarily it's Yisrael Saba That's for sure, that's the lower Yichud. Very good. I still didn't look up the sources and, and other things to, to explain, but I mean, the Teichen is very clear. 
the lines, exactly the levels, where is the Samtus, where Bina comes to Chochme, Chochme Bina, that's, need a little more, uh, uh, even I'll look into it, then we'll go through the lines, but uh, I think the overall picture is clearly, the whole picture of the Yichud of Gvul and Bligvul. Yeah, it's very good. You see a lot of things here that are coming, tying strings that were spoken much earlier. Especially the Kav, that's a key giveaway. Because the Kav takes us back into, because the Kav is the, the Chetzenis HaKav, Primis Kav is like Chetzenis Chachman Bina and Primis Chachman Bina essentially, in, in broader terms. Very good. Takes us to the roof. Beyond the roof. Poka Igra. Poka Igra. This means Poka Igra? A Pesach, Poka Igra. That the roof should, should plots open. The Rebbe spoke sometimes for bringing Pesach. Say Lechaim and Poka Igra. That, the, 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 that we should blow the roof off. Yeah, yeah, that's the expression. At the end of the day, we'll but you got to first be in the building. Like I said, you have to have Yoda before Adela Yoda. <laughs> or else, or else, uh, you're actually cheating. Cheating on the process. It's good. Okay, so let's continue next chapter. So we have to go over this again. I'm sure it's going to get clearer. That's the Hainif Yodei Al Hanor. I didn't have a chance to look at the Memorim. I'm, I'm going to look. I'll look. I'll have Shabbos. I'll have more time. The Hainif Yodei Al Hanor is the second half of the pasuk. Is talking about the split that will happen. which is Bina. Primis Bina. Hainif Yodei Al Hanor. The Nor of Bina will be will be split, and what will emerge will be the Primis Emek, the depth of the Mayon. Of the spring of Chachma as it is in its core, as he said, everything that's deep is always in the form of Metzer, and like drops. Now, the fact that Chachma comes drop by drop tells you how deep it is. Because things that flow are already more expressive. The drops show you that it's, that it's a very intense core energy, and you just get a drop of it, just a drop. So all Atzmi, when it expresses itself, is through, is through um, Tipin, through drops. Okay. That's v'heinif by by matan by kriyashams, which was achonet to matan There he says the lashon was yechrim v'hichrim es l'shein v'hichrim es l'shein yamitzrayim or something like that. So hichrim, I think we established hichrim is from the word he actually, uh, huh? Yeah, like he actually dried up. So it's not just a uh, and the yam. And there it's Yam. Then it says Vehemeth. Then it says Vehemeth. Vehemeth is the second stage. Same passage. Same passage, yeah. Because it talks here, and then the same thing will be lost with love Vehemeth. But, but his Diuk here. It's a moment short kiss for Rizal. But. Uh, you see, when he says at the bottom, the second line to the bottom, he says, Yeshlem Arkavon As soon as the Rebbe Shab says, Yeshlem Arkavon he means he's <coughs> quoting a Lashon from the Alta Rebbe, probably, or the Tzemach Tzedek. Or Mitla Rebbe, Yeshlem Arkavon. Who's Kavon? The Kavon of that Maimer that is, he's quoting here. There's, there's giveaways, there's certain hints where you see he's quoting another Maimer. What's Yeshlem Arkavon? He's not saying Yeshlem on his own Kavon. So he's quoting a line. I'll find it. It's, it. it sounds to me very much either. It's probably the Mitlareb actually. Not sure. I have to look. I'll find it. I'll find it. So I'm not really sure that what the Chiddush of Hanof and Hichrim is. 
The difference is Vahenif says two things. Nor, not Yam, and Hainif are not Vahachrim. So for that instant, Yam is Chochme and Nor is Bina. By Hachrim, it's a stronger statement. I guess Hanof is, is a form of Hasogis, that's what he's trying to say. Hechrim is more of a, is like a, is more of an imposition as we discussed. Hanof is also like raising. Like a, yeah, Hanof is Ha'emer. Yeah. So basically like lifting it up to a level of. So it's like Hasog, it's more, it also sounds more gentle. Okay. So we have the combination of the two, and I think a key key element that we actually have is giving us a taste of it when student and teacher, Mishpia and Makabal, connect on that core level. So exactly what we talk about in every class. If you can push away all your thoughts and just focus, you're starting to get a connection to uh, to Atmos. You're a doctor. You're a teacher. Not that, no, no, no. He's saying here because then you're able to. Um, as long as you're occupied with the merchav, with the expansion of your ideas, that's where you're going to live. That's where you reside. You want to go further? You got to narrow it, and like it's like you got to narrow yourself to enter into the next level. And go out of the chutzner. Yeah, yeah. You have to the door. You have to get out of the chamber of ideas. There was the other way around, going from the chutzner out to the shorim. Okay, very very fascinating stuff. Chapter 140, page 270. So we're getting here a taste of, and me'ain is like, as a, like an appetizer. And an example. I'm just being medayik. That's what he's saying. Me'ain v'dugmim is achshav. So we have v'dugmim is today. Who in your dear sasogus alakus ma'advorim hamuchoshim? Okay. He wants to give example. How do you see where bina and chokhmah meet today? How with the resonance of chokhmah meets comprehension of bina. That's what he wants. Yeah. So it's an example is when you have a, comp- a idea, your knowledge, and a comprehension of the divine from v'dvorim muchshim, from tangible things. Things that you can relate to. Let's see what he's going to say. Meaning, human logic, human intelligence, did not just uh, emerge in an orderly fashion from the higher worlds. It came, it fell through Shvirim Dhatsilis. Interesting. He uses shvira and kelim of atzilus, not kelim of tayo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let me see where he goes. Here. Let's see. So it didn't just like evolve. As kelim of atzilus went to bina. It's a bri. It's here. It fell. Let's see what he says here. The mepchinas kelim klei habina atzilus nesava bina anushis from the container of bina of atzilus. Emerged, came into being, human bina, human comprehension. Let's read it. I, I, I don't want to jump. Here. Obviously, not mundane comprehension. It may be. We'll see. We'll see. 
והיינו כאיך הסוגה שבנפש להסיק בניונים הרחקים מעיד בהשתל של סקף. This lotion is very interesting. This lotion is very, very unique. You're not going to find the shyness like this exodus so often. Oh, I see here, this is... I, I'm betting that this chapter, or at least these lines, were written on a later stage. I mean, I can see, I can see from the language. Me, I'm going to translate it to myself also. Don't worry, this is, needs a lot of translation. This needs a lot of depth. What does this mean? The ability, you can see he's talking about himself in a way. The comprehension in the nefesh. To comprehend things that are very distant in the evolution and the hierarchy the gradations of the Kav. My assumption what this means is, remember the Kav is the is the ray of light, it's like the, what's the word I always look for? What's another word for a paintbrush? A, a, a stylus? A stylus. So it's like the Kav carries all the air from all the way up and goes through the whole Ishtashas. Remember the Kav is like the spine of, of the cosmic order, it's the spine. It carries everything. And then it branches off, Igulim, it makes primi, makif, primi, everything. And the kav diminishes as it goes. So the kav is always a, uh, I see, because I see the last chapter also, he went back to the kav. Whenever you talk about the kav, you know he's talking very much in the deep, in the engine room. Because the kav is the is like the real force of which how God creates. It's the air that carries everything. Everything is carried through the kav. The kav even brings alive, is the catalyst that brings alive the, ke- the kalim that are hidden in the isis of the rishim. So when he says kav, he's talking here like the, the, the root, the, the stylus or the the pen. The kav hamida. Sometimes the kav, the, the line that measures, the measuring um, cup. But the kav is not just a measuring cup, it's actually a, life, a, a living entity. So it's like the thing that you need. So without a kav, you don't have all that's happening. So he's saying that what does bin anushis mean? The comprehension of things that are very distant as the Kav slowly, slowly went downward, that's what he's saying. But let me, let's see, where, okay, let's continue here. This is now, so we're no longer talking the Kav or the energy as it's connected to the source and there's high revelations. Now we're talking the Kayach HaPel is going into, I'll give you an example, I'll give you an example. We have a lot of a human beings. Let's take a human example. We have energy, right? You can you have intellectual energy, which is formidable. You can write something. You can do a lot of things. You can walk. You can communicate. You can innovate. But let's take kaya chazrika. You take a stone and you throw it. Someone doesn't know what you're about. Doesn't even know what a human being is like. And they see a stone flying and they see you through it. How much of that will reflect on the on you? Very, very diminished. That you know how to throw a stone is, is not even a, a, a minuscule percentage of what your person is capable of. I don't mean throwing stones. I mean that you have intelligence and you have emotions and you can love and you can build and you can innovate and all that. So, but but there is part of your kayach is going into the stones. You can't deny it. It's still a, it's still your product. It's still your uh, your act. But if you but, but when you look at the stone, you're seeing, as he's calling here, you're seeing, yeah, you're seeing a kayach 
clearly it's coming from the one who threw it. But how far is it from the personality of the thrower, so to speak? Very far, very distant. That's what he's saying here. So he says like this, We're not talking about from a distance. We're talking about it's literally manifesting in the act that it is doing. Look how how low he diminishes it. He's speaking a little in, in, in so-called Kabbalistic language, Kav, Malchus, but that's what he's saying. He's saying, the lows of the Chetzenius not, not only is it Kalim, it's Chetzenius HaKelim. And not only is it Malchus, it's Malchus of Malchus. And of what? Of Asiyah. So what is that talking? That means, we're not even talking Malchus of Asiyah. We're not talking Kalim. We're not even talking Primis HaKelim. We're not talking Eir. We're talking the outer, outer, how many, how many outers are there? Chetzenius, Kalim, Malchus, Malchus of Asiyah. Like almost five diminishments in Asiya. And I forget about Yitzira and Bria and Asilas. So you're talking here like an echo of an echo of an echo of an echo of the Kav. It's like when we say sometimes, you know, we look for sounds in outer space. They want to know if there are sounds. So if there's a sound, it's going to be very distant. It's going to be very faint. So the energy is here. So he's giving an example, he's trying to give an example of something of his So, so the kus now has manifest all the way in this lowest of levels. And this is the energy that is not even called energy. It's not even, you don't even call it chayes aliki, you call it kayach aliki. Because kayach like kayach azrika. Chayes would be if you, for example, uh, really show your strength. Or you really put a lot of, you invest a lot of energy. Throwing a stone, especially a light stone, how much of your kayach is there? A, lot, a small part of your kayach. You call kayach. Kayach is far more removed from a person than their chayis. Okay. And there, in this low level, as manifests in kayach apel benifel, there we can have actual comprehension with, with human logic, to physical things. And we'll explain this, but let me see what he says and then we'll fill in whatever needs... Elaboration. Which means by comprehending the nifl. Nifl means here the product. Like the stone that's flying in this case. Or the sun is shining. Or a blade of grass. Or we're breathing. You know, all things we, we can tangibly relate to. When you're masig, when you comprehend this nifl, and this he sees and comprehends well. When you see someone breathing, it's undeniable. You don't need... Uh, a whole uh, philosophy and a whole uh, meditation on it. It's a tangible reality. What you're seeing is like a moshel, an example for the nimshel to the kechaliki. You, you see what I'm saying? He's going another gear? You see how he's speaking? It's a very... Did you skip a line? I don't think so. No. Not the first time. Let's go back. He comprehends. So when he looks at the nifl, let's say you look at a person breathing. I'll explain in a minute why I'm using that example. Just a, so you see the kechapel. There's something that's causing that breathing. The cause of it. I'm not sure what he means. Either he means that. And that through that you climb the ladder level after level. Or he means on any level you have the same idea. In other words, whether it's it's an interesting expression. On all layers, in different layers. Yeah. 
Kuvayim Agamim means higher above and high, higher and higher. That's what it means. Huh? I'm not sure. Maybe because he means like Moshal Nimshal. Like you go from the Moshal to the Nimshal to a higher, higher Moshal, higher Nimshal. I don't know. I'm not positive. So such, every physical thing, all physical things are like an example, a metaphor for a moral, which It's interesting. It says It's an example to the moral. So it's a moshal to the nimshal to the kayechaliki. Hey, by the way, you asked me uh, for a line about a moshal. This is, I think, taken from Derech Mitzvah The example, the metaphor, is the moral, is the thing itself. It's just in a garment. And after the comprehension that he knows and appreciates the details of the moral from the metaphor, when he uh, expresses, he finds all the details of the moral in the metaphor. In other words, the more you concentrate and focus and see the parallels between the example, between the metaphor and the moral and its and its, and its message, the more you come to appreciate that even the message, which initially was not tangible. You begin to have a tangible relationship with it because it came through a tangible example. He's giving; he wants to give us a taste of lashalavi of yedia muchshis that you should have tangible comprehension in the divine. That's the purpose of the muchshis to begin with. It. Yeah, it really works. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you see, the key thing is also the details, not just that this is a mush, Let's say a mushal fire is an example for for gvura. But what you really want to see it is when you start analyzing fire's properties and every detail. And you start seeing, oh, that detail is in Gvura, and this detail is in Gvura, and the, the fire this, the fire uh, crush, um, con- uh, what's the word, uh, contracts things, and water expands, and then fire is reddish, and fire rises. You start, the more you, well, the more you understand the properties, literally the scientific properties, the more you begin to relate the Mimshal, and the more you have an idea of and then you have, like it says here, this, of course, explains the whole process of contemplating on the world and nature and how that leads us to uh, the divine. Yeah. For Oz Hukeli Umochin, that's an interesting expression. Then is a, ke- a container and a mochin, a. a uh, a mochen, uh, a uh, like a, a chamber, not a chamber. Mochen is a dwelling place. Yeah, a dwelling place. Mochen. Right. It's an expression sometimes used for the base of English. But you have also mochen chana. It's an academy, but it, it means a place. It's like a yeshiva. It's like a mochen. It's more than just a keli. You have a uh, what was the word I'm looking for? It's a modern institution. A uh, a resting place. A uh, keli. Yeah, there's a word for it. An environment. The is bini law. So then, Ozu Keli, then it becomes a Keli. This Nimshal becomes a container, or the, maybe the Moshal, becomes a container and a Mochin. 
A mochen is a. It's like it's like when you establish a uh, a base, or you establish let's say a uh, you establish a in honor of somebody, you establish a whole um, foundation. What do the presidents do when they after they retire? They make presidential museums, presidential libraries. So they make something that becomes an expression, like an edifice. Yeah, edifice is the word. Sometimes memorial. Not to say memorial, but an edifice or a type of a full entity that embodies something that you want to embody. That's what he's saying here. Okay, the mochen. The bchinas bina law to the higher bina in atzilus shuasogi b'mohusa kav. That's already a comprehension in the mohus of the kav. So you start with a mushal, an example of something that you can touch. You recognize in it through your bina anushi, human logic. That fell in the Shvira, as he said. You recognize in it the, um, the, all the elements of the Nimshul, and that becomes a Keli, Tabina, which answers the Etzimakav, not as it goes all the way down through all the echoes, as I mentioned, all the reflections. And even though the, the infinite distance between them. I think here, no, not the Nimshul and Bina Ilah. Yeah, the Bina down below and the Bina above. Nevertheless, because it fell from there through a shvira, through a break. So it's able, therefore, able to to elevate to the root of its uh, being uh, chipped. So where's the dogish here? The nofel? No, no. He's saying, even though Says, oh, because it's memenu. The emphasis is on memenu. No. We were wondering before why the, the lotion is in the I, I know, and Shvira in Atsilis. He means to say that there's some type of like, like, a, like, like when you, like, you know, Shvira Sakhalim is you break the Kalim. Like something like Chitzva means, by the way, when you, Chitzva uh, is a chip. chip yeah. More than chip. You know, when you chip, you chip words out of a rock. You. You a stone, right? Yeah. You. Yun? Yes. H-E-W-N yes. Right Yeah Yuning uh, yeah No, so in other words No, but then you feel it I don't have to explain I'm not sure what he means by this The Shvida means that it doesn't come Like you said, Ilval It doesn't come It's a jump It's a jump But it's a shtikl fundor Like a break It's similar to what he said before about Baruch That when the base of Baruch doesn't, It's Shlei Berach to the word Baruch But it's still the same base from Baruch, similar to that. I don't know if it's exactly the Shvira part. I have to go back to. I'm, he said it. I'm, I don't know much. I'm not. It sounds like there's a Shvira in Atzilus too. When a Shvilas goes into Bria, they see now. What you usually say is that Seichel Anushi has two parts. The Seichel of it comes from Atzilus and Bria Tzirasiya, but the Anushi part comes from Chachma of Tayo. That's what makes it Anushi. In other words, to make it human. Like for example, when we say what's Shvira Sakhalim, we say when you have a you take an apple, or you take a physical object, the physicality of it comes from Tayu. but the spark of it, meaning the 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 things you can relate to, don't necessarily you know. I mean, the truth is the spark also comes from Tayu. but the kalim when they broke, they became clippers. The shells of of of, of Tayu fell here. The shells. So that's usually how you say the Shvira. It's not really the Shvira of the Kalim of Atzilus, the Shvira of Kalim of Tayu. Why he's saying Kalim of Atzilus? Because I guess it's because of going through the. Because once the Kalim fall, so there's a jump. That's why we could have Seichel Anushi, human Seichel. And then comes Atzilus and gives it more of a, 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 a commonality to the to, to Chochmah. 
That's how I would explain initially, but that's not relevant right now to the main topic. The main point he wants to say is that it fell, it's taka distant from there, but nevertheless, it, it's rooted there. And it can realign. But it seems to imply that Dafka has to be through Nafila in order that it should be having Let me explain to you why. Well, yeah, the, the reason it has to have Nafila is because what makes Seichla Nushi Seichla Nushi? And why can't you just say, who says there's Nafila? There's intelligence in Atsilas, that's divine intelligence. In Bria, let's call it uh, angel intelligence. You know, it's intelligence of the souls. It's not quite the, the Sogasa Mohus. They're not quite the bitl of Atsilas, but they still know godliness. The same Mitzis, they know of it. They don't know it as an experience, they know of it. And Yitzira, a, lo- a lower level. And Nasiya, a lower level. And then, Nasiya Gashmis, our knowledge today is really that type of knowledge. No, there's one problem. If we'd go like that, then we would not really be able to be uh, egotistic thinkers and self and self um, self worshipping. People on earth can think about something and completely deny that it comes from anywhere. They're self made. Where does that come from? If it's just gradations, then it should be diminished. But to the point that you can actually convince yourself that you're a self made intellect, that has to come, there has to be some some jolt. Because that's a jump. That's already a radical jump. That's why you need a shvira. Like, for example, it says in Chassidus that when you learn Chachmas Chitzenis, you become more yesh. When you learn Chachmas Alakuts, you become more bottom. I remember the first time I learned it, I always wondered, one, one second, I know a lot of people learning Chachmas uh, Atayra and they become nice, good yesh too. And there are a lot of people who learn Chachmas Chitzenis and they're very uh, humble people. What, 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 it's not inherent. When you think about it, I'll tell you what, it's not really a critique. It's not like just saying, oh, you're a philosopher, it means you're a yesh. If you're a chosid, it means you're a bottle. That's not, this, that's not what he's saying. He's talking about the chachma part of it. What, is, what, what does chachma chachanius mean? So I once heard from, uh, who, who said it? He said a good word, Rabbi Levi Weinberg from South Africa. He said, what's chachma chachanius means? It's chachma. What, is, what does the word mean, chachma chachanius? It's chachma of outer things. Physic, it's, it's very profound, Chachma. What means Chitzenius? So usually we say Chitzenius means from out, from, from foreign, from alien sources. You know, Torah is Chachma, Primus comes from God, and, and that comes, you don't read Chachma's Chitzenius, you don't read Svarim Chitzenium, you know, which is uh, from, out, from foreign and alien uh, authors. He's had a, he had a good word, he says Chachma's Chitzenius means a Chachma that misses the point. That's what it means. That's why it's called Chitzenius. It misses the point. The point is, that God gave us seichel, God gave us wisdom, as like Einstein said, we're looking to understand God's mind. We're not looking to understand, be smart and win an award, and get and, and have a bigger ego. So Chachmas Chetzein is because, what does it deal with? It deals with understanding the universe. That's what all science is about. So how could something that understands the universe become bottle? It is part of the universe. On the contrary, the more you understand the universe, the more the universe becomes important, the more powerful it is, and the more you are, the more powerful you are. So it's not a critique. Obviously there are people who understand that itself and they realize that wisdom should humble me. But by nature, understanding something doesn't make you make that thing less valuable, makes it more valuable. That's what means it makes you more of a yesh. Not necessarily that, you're, you know, you could be a very refined person, but you're studying existence and you're giving it value and the more you understand existence, the more the more nispal, the more, the more, you, more uh, what's the word for it, the more influenced you are and impressed by existence. Because you say, look, existence, wow, it's not just a, a volcano. It's a whole thing, a human being. So technically, it should make you more mitzvahs, not less mitzvahs. When you're learning chassidus, uh, you learn primis especially, you're not learning about existence. You're learning how existence is, is meaningless. 
that the one who put it here is here, and everything is God's power. And whatever you see is a minuscule little thing compared to the, like I said, with throwing the stone. Even the most profound science is, is nothing compared to the divine reality. So it ultimately really undermines existence. But however, God wants existence, that's why we're still here. But fundamentally, it's a, it's a t- teaching that basically is, is here to demolish existence, if you know what I'm saying. I don't mean demolish, annihilate, and destroy the world. I mean to say it means to destroy the value of the world. And realize its whole purpose is God's, God wants a home here. That's all it is. But Chochmetz Chetzein is, is invested. Like I said, you can't ask a scientist, a real scientist should tell you, if you ask me as a scientist, I can take you all the way till the first Big Bang. I can't tell you a second before. Because I have nothing in science that talks about it before. Science only talks about the Mitzvah of Elt. It doesn't talk to me how the Mitzvah came to be. The problem we have is when we argue with the science is, so don't speculate. Don't say there's no God. Say, I can't go there because science doesn't take me through that door. So I stop here. It would be like saying, like, like, you know, like a lawyer will tell you, I've told you everything legally. The rest you need to go to an accountant. You know, I've given you what I can give you in my, my realm. A scientist can say that absolutely. I can tell you about the Mitzvah of the world and I can elaborate and I can go as far as I can go. But their point, you're asking me to go now a step, a second before the Big Bang? That's metaphysics. That's spirituality. That you need to go to Torah, to God. I can't say anything about it, because all I can do is talk about Mitzvahs. That's, I mean, that's really, that's the true definition of science. And as best as human beings can figure out. Also, I don't have any divine revelation. No scientist says I have divine revelation. We humans, through observation, through through experimentation, through theory, through so on and so on, we come to understand the best we could what existence is. Tata, on the other hand, comes to tell you what God wants. It's coming the whole opposite. God put this world in place. The world is bottled with Messias, etc., etc., etc. Why am I saying all this? Is because that's why you need a shvira to get to Seich Lanushi. Because Seich Lanushi adds an ingredient that cannot just come through a normal gradation of a tzimtzum from Atzillus to Bria. It has an element of that it becomes zich. There's the self involved. It doesn't mean you can't, through science, come to understand God. But there's an element that, that, is, that, that, that it adds the husk. You could say the layer of the yesh has to come through Shvira. Because that's not going to come from Atzillus. You diminish Atzillus even to the total diminishment, a yesh will not come out of that. The yesh has to come from some jump. Well, this is all fine if you're focusing on the thought process, whether you're focusing on science or you're focusing on the truth. <laughs> but even even Chetzanius, even Chetzanius, uh, what it's called, Chetzanius. Chachmas Chetzanius. Chetzanius. That's also from the Abishter. When you when you when you focus on the process. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's the process, even when you happen to be using it for Chachmas nevertheless, it has to come through. You, 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 you got it. I just, I, I, only, I didn't finish the second half of the of the equation here. Sorry. No, 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 no. But you're saying it's not sorry. You're exactly right. That's exactly what I was going to say next. I was establishing why you need Shvira because you see the way Chachma works here. It doesn't need to. You could see it can just become self-absorbed and never reach, re- go, go back to its source. It could just be stuck, as we see many people. Then comes the second half. The fact is, I says, so even though, let's read now the line, you'll see what I'm saying. So he says like this. Uh, so yeah, it was a shvira and it fell and all that. Because at the end of the day, even Chachmas Chetzenius, even the, well, even the Chachma within the Moshel, in other words, observing something in this world, did did come from there? Yes, it came through a fall, not through a not through, not a gradual way. 
But it did originate there, so that's why you can retrace it. Exactly right. A fall, does that, does that mean it skips levels? Or? A fall means there's a radical jump. It's like, it's like let's put it this way. If I wanted to, uh, uh, let's say, transmit water to you right now, so I create a little path and I there's water. But let's say there's, there's a big impediment I have to get over. So I can't just send it to you a regular flow. I need to jump. Yeah, you need a jump. You need some type of some type of shift. Shvira essentially means it's not orderly. You need to break something to get there. You have to break a membrane, so to speak, to crack through. Or, or the thing cannot in its natural form just be be diluted. Like, well, like, 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 for example, we break down. When we break down through the digestive process, we break down food. Why do we break it down? Because the food, till it gets to your bloodstream, is not, it's not just a gradual process. It needs to be broken down, eliminate waste, etc. I mean, it's basically reflective of a dilug, of a, of a jump. That's what Shvira really is. I mean, in Tayyush, Shvira is also due to the intensity. But what it results is, it creates something that... Uh, it's almost like when you have shock treatment, when you're teaching somebody, you teach them an idea, but you see they're not getting it, so you give them some type of shocking statement. To jolt them a little, that's like a shvira. Like you, like you break their uh, resistance by by throwing in something that is like what 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 you know like that. It's just it's it's an example for. It's like saying a joke, uh, like Robert. But the key thing is the retracing. He's remember all this is coming to explain how we understand the kus from dvar muchashim. Let's go on. But this is specifically through this method of comprehension that we discussed earlier. In other words, it's not just comes easily. It takes, it takes work. What is the, what's the work? First step is you have to know the example, and then you have to see in the example, appreciate or understand the nimshal, the, the moral, in all the details from the moshal. It's not just enough to say, fire gvura, or something like that. Uh, you, want, you want to be able to, you have to see the nimshal in the moshal in every detail of it. The in the nifl. Hmm. Did you have to jump the other way now? So, yeah, it looks. Yeah, let's see, let, let me see how we're going. And then step two. By knowing all the protein, it would seem like with this explanation, if you know all the the, the protein of external gas which will which is which is from Elohim, but you, 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 yes, you yeah, go hundred percent. Absolutely. So scientists eventually... Yeah, are far greater understanders of God. Yeah, absolutely. There's an expression with Psari Echzelka. I spoke once for a, 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 a medical conference. My talk was about medicine in the future, Mashiach. So I brought that. It says Mashiach will come, there will be no more illness and so on. I explained why, because illness is about the, the, uh, the dissonance, about dichotomy, you know, splits. And when there's a flow between matter and energy, soul and body, why would there be anything unhealthy? So Adam and Chava would have lived forever had they not punctured, so to speak, their material keli. Because Anushama has bleakful energy. Why should a soul have to leave a body unless the body is uh, is damaged or in some way wounded or punctured? And I explained it at length about the Neshama, Guf, and all that. It was very good, very well received. Then a doctor gets up and says, okay, if that's the case, what's going to happen with all doctors when Mashiach comes? Mm-hmm. Out of a job. So after the prerequisite joke, that's why they charge so much today for a long retirement. Um, I, 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 uh, I said, on the contrary, you have to understand, doctors then will be the teachers of the brilliant wisdom with which God created the human being in the divine image. So, so you know, we I say divine image, what do I know about the, the, the body? Yeah. So doctors will be studying the infinite knowledge. We say, my flesh, I behold God. 
So you doctors have particular knowledge that no one else has. That's what you'll be doing. You know, they were very, I remember I got a standing ovation for that. They liked that. And I said, I'm sure that all of you would appreciate doing that much more than, than saving lives and dealing with blood and dealing with, with, uh, dealing with fixing the broken. Because then you're just better of really appreciating the inner anatomy, explaining the anatomy of the divine. And the same thing with physicists, and the same thing with any expert. I, th- th- to me, this is given. And I, I sort of, the Rebbe said similar things, but I remember a letter. How was it received? Very well. They loved it. No, really. They, no, they, were, they, were, they, they came for that purpose. I mean, uh, it was very well received. The truth is, in, in, in the Geras HaKedah, Simei Chavov, he says something similar. Not quite that. He, you know, Geras HaKedah, Chavov, is Raim Hemna there. That, that Primis Ater is called Eitzah Chaim and Nigla is called Eitzah Das. So he says, how could you call Nigla Eitzah Das Tevera? Tevera? So the answer is, it's not about Tevera, the, the tiniest of Tevera. Because Nigla deals with arguments of Sheker and Emes and good and evil, and that's the rule on this world. Primis Ater doesn't deal with the the corruption of this world, or the, the or the litigation, or the challenges and damages, and so on. So Primus Atera is, is less. It says less tamen lemachlekes lekasha. That's when Primus Atera you don't have questions and arguments. If the, the Rebbe speaks about the fact that sometimes you do, but it's not quite like in a in, in Gemara. But then he asks at the end of the, the end of the when Mashiach comes, and then will no more be tevera in the world. What are we going to learn nigla for? We don't need to know halach because there's no. What do you mean mivar? Tevera. And the answer is then it will be for Yehudim Elyanim. Because then the Tevera will be literally to understand God deeper, basically. And so it's not about ruling whether you know, you're right or I'm wrong. Will be, he says it clearly in Gersh HaKedosh. But he also says over there that yeah. you need to know for Pigul and for the Kabbalah. For the first stage, but then he says then comes the Kufa of Mitzvah Ptelus. That's the first time. But then he says Mitzvah Ptelus. There's a stage where you won't need that either. Exactly. So it's part of the You'll come to understand God's mind. Because remember, at the end of the day, the Torah is God's mind. The fact that it relates to the world is because God happened to put a world here. But it didn't start from the world. It started from Torah. First God had a logic. Then he created a world. Why, why am I saying this? Because I want to go back a moment here. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, this is, this is a cloud. This is a, what he's saying here is tremendous. Because Mamish the Klal and all this is what Chassidus is. It's not just that we look at the world and we say God created the world. The world is godliness dressed up in a muscle. That's all. It's dressed up. This is dressed up in, in a body, so doctors can understand. This is dressed up in physics. This is dressed up in medicine. This is dressed up in mathematics. This is dressed up in accounting. Whatever you find in the world is simply a garment for an imshal. So, so you could have a saga mukhshis in Alakus if you understand that. Because you're not talking about understanding Atsilis. We're talking about take 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 a doctor, take a scientist, take anything that we're an expert in and dissect it. You know it well. This becomes a idea mukhshis in Alakus as soon as you add that one jump, which is that it's not self made, that it is coming from a source. I'll give you an example. I saw in a letter from the Rebbe. It just it was a tremendous letter for me because it confirmed so many things. I always knew it, but the letter really like was the the nail in the I don't say you know the the, the final uh, resonance it was resonance resonance the letters a letter to a, a a guy who owns a laundromat of all things listen I don't know listen, racism will not be tolerated at this table <laughs> um, so the Reverend writes to a laundromat and he says to him that everything is divine providence since you do this work. Everything has a lesson in life. And the river goes on to say the following. 
The Rebbe says everything is Ashrocha Pratis. Everything one does in his life is a, is a lesson in life, a lesson for the God. So I want to suggest a lesson here from laundry. Okay, so the Rebbe says like this. What's, what's the concept of laundry? concept is, of all things, laundry is like such a mundane thing. You wouldn't think. But the Rebbe says laundry is basically you buy, you buy new clothing. You wear it once, twice, three times. After a while it gets soiled and wrinkled and uh, dirty. So, you, you know, at some point you can't wear it anymore. You have to throw it out. So, oh, came the Chiddush of laundry. You give it to a laundromat. And the Rebbe says, here's what they do. The first thing is they wash it. They wash it in water. They wash it with warm water, not cold water. They mix chemicals in it to get the stronger stains out. Then after it all, they put it under a heavy press. And you get out a fresh garment. You can repeat this process many times. It's almost like like new. That's what the Rebbe said. It's in Hebrew, the letter. But this is the, the, then he says, so the lesson is like this. Everybody's gets in the Shama, that's Tahira. It's pure, clean. Then it goes through life, and it gets soiled, and wrinkled, and challenged. And, you know, we all go through life. It breaks us. It, it, it hurts us. I forget the exact language. So you could think, okay, listen, you had one chance, and that was it. You messed up. So the Rebbe said, no. You have to put it into Mayim. Ain Mayim el so immerse it into water. The next thing it has to be warm water, not kalt. Amalek, varamkait, warm, chmimus, passion. Then you mix chemicals. There's a mitzvah tefillin, and there's a mitzvah uh, called mezuzah. I've got the example, kashrus. Each chemical deals with different stains that you, uh, that you encourage, that you And then you put it under a heavy press called kabolus oil, that you commit to something beyond yourself. And your neshama, you re-experience the teherihi. And you can do this many times Zion. off. Zion. So, so it's a beautiful, nice, but, I, but I'll tell you what I took from it. It was more than just the lesson. The lesson is great. I realized that it's not just a cute thing. Actually, if a person like the, uh, with godly eyes, everything he sees, he sees godliness. There's no sense, where did laundry come from? Who created it? Some guy came up with an idea? Yeah, he came up with it. He doesn't know that it came. But it's an example. Why, why, how can we humans innovate a thing like that? Because our minds are wired by God that has allowed us to... So it's infinite. So literally there's no equation, no theory that is... I'm talking about a decent, a normal theory, not talking about Meshagas, that doesn't have... Even Meshagas, you could say, that doesn't have some spiritual root. But you can't jump to Atzillas because we don't relate to Atzillas. So you have to look for it. That's why he said the details. You see, in this Moshe, the Rebbe doesn't just say, oh, laundry renews. It's the details. The water, it's the chemicals, it's the press, it's everything. So the details make you really start relating to it. And it becomes to a point that you don't say this is a Moshe, that really God wanted us to understand the Shama Shem That's why he allowed laundry to be invented. Even a mundane thing like laundry. Whenever I see these nature shows, I, I'm blown away. I, you know, the, today with the cameras, the, the life of leopards, underwater, little insects, flowers, it's just, it's miraculous, it's unbelievable. And it's a multitude, there, it's, you know how many different systems there are, and different rules? A person can spend his whole life understanding God just by studying nature, he doesn't need to go anywhere else. All you got to do is apply yourself and look at these things and you find tremendous lessons. Not just uh, wonder, wonder about God, but actually lessons in life. I read the most. You know, the most efficient architecture is if you want, if you have a narrow, a small space. What's the most best way to build in a, in a small space? The most use of maximum use of space. They discovered it from bees. Bees, a catacomb, hexagon. Hexagons are the best use of space because they take up everything. Squares have problems and circles for sure. 
They have a whole, it's a whole thing, all based on someone came up with that idea because he saw a, 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 a honeycomb. Hexagons. And I mean, I'm just giving one example. Everything, look, listen, a camera is the eye. An airplane is a bird. And it's not just, a, that's where we got the idea from. And we, we copied a bird's, uh, what do they call it? Um, aerodynamics. aerodynamics is what we, was what, was what we just replicate in a different proportion in a plane. It looks like a bird. Why are there wings? Etc. Etc. So I'm saying so. What's missing, however, is that we live in a. There's one thing missing: the shvira. That we live in a world that has a type of veil that can convince us that it's only about our survival and not about God. That's the, that's where you need the many dimensions away. But this why this I think this chapter that sense unbelievable. I mean, he doesn't even say it's so specific. It's more abstractive in a way, but it's clear that's what he's saying here. So itself is a mashal. We said mashal kadmeni exactly. In other words, the point is the interface. We have in our world, as far as it is from God, we have in it real reminders and actual manifestations of the divine that you just have to uh, uncover. <coughs> that means that you can go all the way from down here, all the way up. Yeah. So there we go. The first thing you first need to understand is You have to understand the nimshal, the moral from the example in all details. You can't be lazy, you can't be general. Yeah. And afterwards, ah. afterwards, when he finds the details of the nimshal from the moshal, in other words, now he's understanding how all these details apply in the nimshal and the moral. What a nice lashon. The moshal becomes refined, becomes mizdachich, becomes yeah, becomes subtler, refined. The moshal becomes refined. He's not saying. That you just now jumped and you no longer need the muscle. We're talking now the muscle that you just saw as a muscle right. is no is, is becoming a, a, a vehicle, a vehicle. Exactly. You're turning it around. Yeah, right. right. Now listen to the parentheses. And it appears to him now the muscle as a kayachalaki. It's no longer a physical thing. It's now a divine power. Laundry has become now a divine way of communicating to us. The body. When it reacts a certain way, it's a divine. It's God's way to speak to you. Again, it depends whether he's interpreting himself or this is from somewhere else. Here, I would think is the Rebbe Rashab himself. But what does it mean? Why, why do we say Kamoi? Only like? Because it's not like you're actually seeing God in this. Like someone who sees the, the literally the birthing from Ayin to Yesh. Which is Mamish. Which is Mamish seeing the divine. Like it says elsewhere. Wow, this is an interesting chapter. Because at the end of the day, all this is still comprehension. You're not seeing, you can't say I'm seeing godliness. It's like seeing the power of the divine in it. It's like when you see the stone flying, you realize the power of your arm is in it. But you're not seeing the power, you're just relating to it in such manner. But on the other hand, it's not meaningless. The Indian is the Moshal is so refined for him to the extent that the unity, the fusion between example, metaphor, and the message and the medium, basically. The message and the media become so united, so fused. 
He sees and feels it like a kaychaliki. So you look at a flower, you literally can come to a point where you see it as being a divine yeah. expression. You don't see the rose, the 13 petals, you see the 13 minutes of Yeah, Almost, it's like, but it's asoge. But it's asoge, that's like asoge, is almost like muhus. That's what he's saying here. Wow. There's nothing like this. I can tell you right now, there's no memorium anywhere else that talks to this extent. This is what was usually spoken off the record if you were by Yechidus, he has the Rebbe to explain to me a little. He may say something like this. But formally in a Mimer, it's clear this is only in Ayan Beis. Not some of them. Nobody, he never speaks anywhere. So, so, Mizdachich, um, Mizachid, that, you know, literally. Yeah. This is applied chsidis. This is real applied chsidis. Wasn't it that Rabbi Rashad told one of his mosquitoes to bring me a plate? It's in Torah Shalom, yeah. Not mosquitoes, it was by Fabring. And he said, bring me a plate, and then he changed his mind. He said, there'll be Magashimit. Yeah, because that's not them studying the plate and knowing all the details and working on their own. It would be him doing it, and their eyes would not be able to see it. They'd see uh, magic. They'd think he's doing magic. Magic. You know? Like, let's say the plate started flaming. They'd think, okay, he's a magician. Not all magic here. We're talking here. It's beautiful. Okay. Wow. Oh boy. Mischadish. Something happened here. It's not just you got back. It was mischadish. Yeah, because you took a gashmiz thing that on its own could have been the yeah the marshal. So mischadish is something new because you wouldn't have mukshis. If someone said to you, let me explain to you gvura vatsilis. Okay, I'll talk. Okay, I understand. I take your fire and you start studying the fire in every detail. You start saying, wow, this is gvura. So now you have the chiddush that's mukshis. It's like the bocha that went the first time on a date. He says she doesn't look like malchus. So he said, one second, my friend, that is zara malchus. Oh, yes, Rav Steyach. You know, Mokshis. Wow. This is the process of husband and wife. The, the truth is, yeah, husband and wife is simply a marshal that since, since nothing else worked for 20 years, okay. they say, you know what, okay, you know, just get married and move with it. We'll do it that way. <laughs> no, but we can't get against the targets of the nimshal. When it breaks the flowers, it breaks the One thing for sure, you know, that Zohar Malchus don't communicate so well together. <laughs> They're very different worlds. That's for sure the Moshe. Maybe Moshe and Nimshu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As they say, some people say, men are from the Kav and women are from the Rishima. <laughs> from the Rishima. <laughs> Kaelin, from the Kav. <laughs> no, B'zeh, because, yeah, B'zeh, through the, in this process of the Moshe Gashmi, Becoming like and that's exactly the diuk. He wants to say bezeh. No, the moshel gashmi adds something that the nimshal would not have for us. The mukshis. That's what he's saying. Bezeh. Yeah. Like he said, it's fire. Good stuff. This is good stuff, my friends. After this chapter, no excuse. You go outside now. You better start seeing elikus. Why do we have to go outside? Can we do it in here? Too many balipchir in one room. Is Nature is, is far less of a, a adversary. adversary yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's to do? Okay. And this turns him into. Look, his mom is saying what we, why you learn this. It makes you a keli. When it comes to it won't be something that's completely uh, out of the blue. You would have tasted it. 
So, so basically, the Osset Lova is the golden of Nimshel and Moshel. But, but complete. But then it will be complete. The Elam Haza will be a look. Yeah. 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 Right. This is the shleimus. This is the fruition or the realization, the perfection that will be in the future from the avedis berurim of now, our refinement that we achieve now. And that's the repair that we do in the dvarim techtenim hagashmi, the lower physical things, and and in the etzamaguf and your actual body. Yeah. Never said enough was done already. I remember when the Rebbe spoke to the wounded. To the what he called the the, the special soldiers, the ones that were wounded, the miyuchadim. He said no, mitzuyanim. So he went and he said, I want to shake everyone's hand. He says because shaking a hand is chamesh chamesh la chamesh. It's the esus firus. So my five, five fingers five. and your five fingers will be the esus firus. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just a line. It was actually by Rebbe. This is I'm bringing down when you see five and five. These are your ten spheres in your system. I remember once the Rebbe spoke about a face. Sosa says it's for him. Face is Yud Kevovke. The Yud is the eyes. The nose is the Vov. The mouth is the hay, And I think, uh, what's the Yud? What's the first hay? The ears? Maybe, yeah. But in other words, you can see something. that Salam Alekim is actually imprinted in us. It's not just a metaphor. How did he speak to the soldiers? Some were missing hands, some had blown up faces. I mean, how does he say this? Well, most of them were not missing. They were they mostly were wheelchairs, and they were, you know, yeah, well, those he couldn't shake their hand, he didn't shake their hand, but he shook, he shook many hands. He went around. I remember Lamed Vov. It was a very fascinating sikha about special. It was about calling special and not, because everyone has. From the Yom Kippur War, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From then it started special needs, special needs. Yeah, anyway, so here we go. The Takan Etzmagu, fine. That's And this is the ultimate purpose of the soul's descent below. See, this is why we came down below. For this purpose. As it's known, the soul itself doesn't need repair, like he says in Tanya. Now we're into Skarbova waters, huh? This is already, everybody knows this language. This piece. That, and, and we came down not for itself, but in order to repair and to refine the body and the animal soul. What does it mean to, re- to refine the body? I mean, it's not going to be the same body, lost love, A person passes on, and then when he has a new body, so when you say refining the body, it's not like he's using the same body. All the refined, and he's ready for Mashiach. That's not correct, what you're saying. I said it with the previous body. I mean, he's bringing back the Gashmish that's source. When a person puts on film, when a person aligns their body to do a pihalacha what God wants, a yad mechalek like he says in Tanya, that yad becomes refined begashmias. And it's forever retained so in the body. Fine, but then the body decays. No, it doesn't. That's why Tchis HaMesim is suggesting is not a reward for the body. That body that did the mitzvahs is not being rewarded according to you. So it undermines the whole meaning of Tchis HaMesim. According to me, the body decays. It's no body I just asked you a question. The whole meaning of Tchis HaMesim is to reward the soul and the body the body did mitzvahs. You're saying it's not that body that did the mitzvahs is not being rewarded. It decayed. So explain that. No, I'm saying this is a question of Nigla. Why is Tchis HaMesim is meant to be a reward for a body. You're saying that the guy who did the mitzvahs didn't get reward. He got decayed. So what's the, what's the schar? The answer is that the body has two parts. There's a physical part, but there's also the physical root of the soul 
in the body, which always retain. The mitzvah remains there, and when the body will return, it won't just be, it'll be that body. It will be rebuilt from the, from the, let some lose, it will be rebuilt. It's not a, it, it, and will, it will, it will, and the person who refined himself will have a different type of experience than someone who didn't. It doesn't, the mitzvahs don't die. The body may decay, but the mitzvah doesn't die. Just because it decays in your eyes. You know, anyone, anyone, no, no. The body, first of all, do you know anything about matter and energy? Matter doesn't disappear. It's just in a different form. What means decay? The word decay is not a legitimate word today in science. Decay is like something becomes a gas from water. It doesn't mean decay. It just changed form. That's number one. Number two, regardless, you're basically questioning the whole point of mitzvahs with with Gashmis. There's nothing to do with this. What's the point of a mitzvah and Gashmis? It doesn't change the world. We're talking about refining the Gashmis. Right. So we said refining the gashmis. Not, not talking about the. the you I mean, You take your hand instead of using it for selfish purposes, and you give zaka. Your hand forever, forever is changed, and and any decaying does not happen to that. It will always, it will, it will forever be retained. If it's whether you want to call it the energy of the body, you want an explanation of the energy. Fine. The DNA, you call it the DNA. Okay. Fine. But this question is not on this. This is the question you're asking is in Gemara. Yeah, you can p- explain that as well. It's another way to explain that it's all in the lose, and when the lose, you're just rebuilding that same body. For who lifel ba nefesh abamis shal yimshech achrin yonim chumnim. This is the effect the animal saw that should not be drawn, should not follow uh, coarse things. For chol. And that which you must do should all be with the intention for the sake of heaven. Both in eating and drinking, that it shouldn't be just to indulge your desire. But to preserve the body in order to be learned and to pray. And then inevitably or naturally he'll be uh, careful. From Mesis, from, uh, from extras. What do you call it? Extraneous or uh, unnecessary indulgences, uh, luxuries. Tamashu muterloi harizadak mitzada taiva. Masha moisterloi. Probably. That moisterloi, right? Not muterloi. But Masha moisterloi, meaning that he wants it, that's like an extra to him. That's only. Why does he need it? He doesn't need it to survive. He needs it because of his desire. But rather, it should be not with Masons, but rather, that he is satisfied, suffices, with only what is necessary. And that too, even what's necessary, is also towards sake of heaven. And when he studies and prays with the power of the food that he ate, that is then encompassed, it's included in Gedusha and holiness. Same thing is in business. Okay, either. So the intention there in his work is not to uh, accumulate uh, wealth, uh, treasure, pain, uh, uh, you know, wealth, prosperity. And also not neutral, 
not without any kavana. Ki'im with a kavana, they should yuchel lekayim as a mitzvah, k'may mitzvah as zdaka, in order they should be able to perform mitzvahs like the mitzvah of zdaka, lulama ban of teda, to teach children teda, or kahay gavnas, etc. Shai dezem is barim hadvarim agashmish esig behem. Through this, he refines the physical things that he's involved in. Va'elim v'nechlanu belakus, and they elevate and are encompassed in godliness. And also the animal soul is refined and is is cleansed and refined through this. is 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 like cleared. Okay. And through Zdaka the bitter becomes increasing more than all the mitzvahs. Like he says in Tanya, because he explains there that Revach, which is the prophet, the money he makes is through the effort of all his faculties, all the Nefesh HaBamas. With other, other mitzvahs, like eating or others, it's only one part of the Nefesh HaBamas. But money is Chaya Nafsha, he says in Tanya. It represents all of you, all your effort, all your time, all your ingenuity, and therefore when you give Zdaka, you're elevating the entire Nefesh HaBamas. And through this work of refining and repairing the, the, the animal soul and all the, the physical things that the below, he becomes a keli, again, a mochen, a, what do you say? An edifice. An edifice. To appreciate to the comprehension that will be in the future. In understanding the extra core of elokus of the divine. So, in a way, the second half of this chapter went a little lower. First, he said that everything is a moshal tanimshal. And now he said that that's the whole purpose of basically refining the world, is turning the world into being a moshal talukus, essentially. What time do we have? Okay, that's 10 to? Okay, I'll finish. I'll run this right According to this, we'll understand what it says. Kindle the flames. Or elevate the flames, El Mul. They should all be facing toward the center of the face of the Menorah. So Pnei Menorah is Ebchin's Primis Achachma. Pnei Hamenorah is the Primis of Chachma. Din Eira Menorah Bechal is Ebchin's Achachma because the light of the Menorah in general that's Chachma. Or Kenedah has been Eira Menorah LeEsham is Beach. As it's known, the difference between the light of the candelabra and the fire of the altar. The fire of the of the altar is the level of Malchus and in its root is Bina. The outer Bina. It's a state of uh, passion and and flaming. Flaming. And, and sparks of fire. The passion of fire. Rishpe is like a passion of fire. Slav is flaming and passion of fire. Intensity. And the Eira Meneira, on the other hand, doesn't have that. It's, it's a quiet flame. Because there it burns from the oil. And the oil is a very, it's not a flaming thing. It's quiet and silent. That's Chochme. And this is the level of inner Chochme. So the Mizbeach is Malchus and outer Binya. And this is Primisa Chochme. And that's what means Shem and Mishchash Kedish, the oil that anoints, the holy anointing oil. It anoints 
that which is holy, and that's the level of Chochmah's Timah. Hidden Chachmah. And the revealed Chachmah is the inner and core of Chachmah. And Aaron, who lived the Menorah, he's the one that drew, that transmitted this level into the souls of Israel. Aaron is the same letters as Nira, which means apparent, to appear. Nira, Eir. So Aaron means Nira, that it should appear, which means he drew down level of Ria to see. And in the case of Aaron, the letters Nira come in a configuration like Aaron. Why is it then does not say Nira? Why is Aaron called, why is it only at Siruf, uh, another configuration? So he says, Because Aaron himself is the level of Bina. And here, when he lit the menorah, however, he wasn't just on his own level, he was elevated to the level of Primi Sabina, which is Asaga Samuhus. So in other words, Aaron himself is, uh, is the level of uh, regular Bina. And when he lit the menorah, that's why it becomes Nira. So he is elevated to a higher level, Primi This is what Aaron affected, Avarabah, which is a, a certain high level of Ava, intense Ava. In the souls of Israel, the Avi, the Asaga, and Ava, love comes through comprehension. The Mepchinis Ria, the Chachma, Ha'ikir, who Mepchinis Ha'ira, because from seeing the, the vision of Chachma, the primary thing is not Ava. There, you come more to awe. V'chol Ava by the Asaga. Ava, on the other hand, is a, a, a love comes through comprehension. So Bina Bina. So therefore, Aaron brings Nira. I'm sorry, Aaron brings yeah Nira. He said, but through Asaga, it's most through Bina, through comprehension. Whereas Chachma. On its own, would be so. Aaron is like basically the bridge between Bina and Chachm, because Chachm on its own would bring awe, Yira. Aaron, who's Bina, elevates to light the menorah. That brings Nira, Masaga Samuhus, like a comprehension that's like seeing, like 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 as if you see it. The love of Aaron is from the level of comprehending the core. As it's known, the difference between the love of Avram. And the love of Aaron, the love of Avram was the comprehension that came from the outer dimension of Bina, like we spoke the more external level. And the love of Aaron is from the inner dimension of Bina. The first and there he explains this a little differently, I guess. That's in a form of vision, but it comes through bitterness. Because the oil, shaman zayis, the zayis is probably bitter, I believe, because the the, the olive. But that's, in other words, it's just qualifying that in the parentheses. Here he's speaking about it somewhat differently. And this is the meaning: kindled the flames. The flames are the souls of Israel. And Aaron elevates these flames. And Aaron now it draws, uh, draws into them the higher level of Av that comes from comprehension of the Muhus that's higher than Avram. And that's why it says that all seven flames should light, not just six. They refer to the Zion, the seven emotions, which are the root of all souls. 
the soul, the root of all the souls is from the seven means. It's like he explains in the Kutatera there. And Aaron elevated these seven flames. He drew down into all the souls the inner dimension of Bina. Remember, we learned Aaron was that, that felt was down crestfall because he said after the tribes brought all the offerings, what about me? So he says yours will be greater than theirs. No. Yeah. Because the work of the of the, the, the I'm sorry, the dedication of the leaders of the tribes, that was the work of Karbonis, the offerings that are on top of the outer altar. like we learned before. Right? Yeah, it's okay. yeah. <laughs> so that's the on the altar, the flame. That's why yours is greater. Huh? What did I say? Greater. is because you light and, and repair and improve, not native, uh, refine. Native means to clean. The, the flame. Because you bring primis bina, which is infinitely higher. Huh? And this is letting of the flames to draw down on them love toward the face of the neighbor. All the seven, all the seven levels, all of the souls will will be illuminated. That yours is greater than theirs because you will draw down Asagasamahus. So the whole story that he was discussed about the Primis Chachmabina is a taste of loss of love is the story of Balaischa. Primis Chachman Primis Bina, it all fits into that. So the oil is a primis chachman, that's the fusion of bina and primis bina when it faces the Yeah, Aaron is the one that is like the bridge between Primis Bina and Chachma. Chachma alone is Riyah beyond existence. Aaron is 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 bina, so it's asagas, existence. And when Aaron lights the menorah, it's nira. And becomes Ria in like Chochme and in Bina. The combination of the two we discussed. Kitzur. It's Ria and Bina. And what we discussed, the Yichud Pnimi of Chochme Bina, is when you know God is Bemuchish with you tangibly. Because Seichel, the human intellect, falls, it comes in a falling fashion from the container of Bina, that allows us to appreciate, to understand tangible matter. Which, if you sent an Neshama Vatsilas to this earth without the Nefila, it would not be able to understand physical things. It would be strange to it. Like, what, what is this? It would only relate to spiritual ideas. So the physical ideas comes from Nefila. And from the Second, my friends, and from the nifl, yevin, from the action, from the effect, object, we can understand the kechapel, the power that invested in that object, or, or in that pool, in that act, in that action. From the action, you can understand the one who created that action. Or affected that action. And with a good comprehension, the details of the metaphor as they are in the 
example. I'm sorry, details of the moral as they are in the example. He sees it actually in then in the moshal. In the example, he sees the whole metaphor, the whole moral. And by him it becomes like like a kayachaliki. This comprehension elevates to the root of where it was all chipped off from. And the root of where it was chipped off from the container of Bina, and that, and that is that he has a comprehension of the core. This is this, we could say this is the perfection that will be in the future. The completion that will be through the today's work, today's refinements. And through this, we'll understand what it means by leischa esanedes. The face of the menera is the primus of chokma. Ba'adin primus bina, and adin is the primus of bina. Vuhu yimshel b'chinazub b'nisham esisrael, and he drew this down in the souls of Israel. So we finish chapter thirty, Maimer thirty-five, chapter one forty. Page 270 and 271.